Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Did you know Amazon provides ways of working that fit your lifestyle? They know you value your time outside of work, juggling family, school, friends, or other activities. That's why they offer a variety of shifts that work for you. There are full-time, part-time, and even temporary opportunities that can work with your schedule with great starting pay and sign-on bonuses. If you want a career that fits and adapts to your lifestyle, head to amazon.com apply. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. This is Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! With the voice of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell. Pay that man his money. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Live from the Vegas Strip, the pregame show America has always wanted. With RJ Bell out, here's Bernie Fratto. Oh man, here we go. We're 21 days away from Selection Sunday. College basketball is raging. The official first pitch of spring training is taking place. And we've got names in the news this week. Manny Machado, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, even Todd Gurley. And we got opinions, man. We've got thoughts. We've got a plethora of information the whole family can enjoy. You know why? Because there's nothing better than the world of sports. It's the greatest reality show ever created. And you can script everything except the final outcome. So you've come to the right place. Don't go anywhere. You're going on this roller coaster ride with us. We're going to take you up to midnight in the Jonas Knox show. And on that note, welcome back to another edition of Straight Out of Vegas. RJ Bell is out and about. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. So visit geico.com for a free. Rate quote. Now, this is the weekend edition of Straight Out of Vegas. You know, Straight Out of Vegas airs Monday through Friday right here on Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Channel 83, 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern with RJ Bell, Steve Fezzik, Brad Powers, and Jonas Knox. And regardless of the season, know this, folks, as RJ Bell says every day, we promise to deliver the Vegas truth to you every Saturday night. This is Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. Now, as we march toward postseason mayhem, who is rewarded? Well, 
There are going to be teams who can consistently execute the fundamentals under pressure. And one of those teams today did it in front of 36 people, 36, 36,000 people at the Carrier Dome in Syracuse and Sleepy in a game that already would have been a slugfest, given the fact that Syracuse beat Duke earlier this season outright as a 17-point dog. But there were huge storylines midweek, not just involving Duke. Um, Jim Behine, I, I, you know, I feel sorry for everybody involved in that situation, the unimaginable anguish following that highway tragedy for all parties involved. He decided to coach today. That was a good thing. We hope everybody gets through this. Prayers. Zion, the knee optics were so sensational Wednesday night. Everybody wondered. Their minds were racing what could happen. Sleepy, I got to tell you, uh, I really give top credit to Duke today because it was a gutty win. They're laying five. They get the, they get the cash. They win 75-65. Give it up to R.J. Barrett again. A 30-point effort. Duke only 9 of 29 from three-point land, but they were 6 of 12 from behind the arc in the second half, and they showed poise under pressure when they needed it. Yeah, that's a big story coming into this game, and this is one of the things that we talked about here out in here in Las Vegas. Zion Williams, what was he actually worth to the betting line? Most of us out here in Vegas thought five, five and a half points. I agree. I'd say after watching the Duke game today, though, Bernie, that R.J. Barrett and Zion are probably worth about the same. Four points maybe to the betting line. He really, really played well. Barrett, 30 points today. Awesome. Before they tipped off Wednesday against North Carolina, I believe the line today at Syracuse would have been 10. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? Uh, yes. So it closed about five. Duke gets the money. Now, I want to talk about this for just a second before we move along because I think Zion Williamson is incredibly important to Duke. Uh, without him... They lose a a significant low post presence. They lose low post scoring. They lose their rim protector. But more importantly, Zion Williamson really masked the fact that Duke is not a very good three-point shooting team. They rank 325 in Ken Palm of all the Division I teams in three-point efficiency. That's not good. Zion masked that because with him in the low post, pulling down rebounds off missed baskets, Duke getting out in transition was sensational. You saw it against Virginia. So the bottom line is, if Zion doesn't come back, uh, I don't think Duke is going to get much past the Sweet 16 or Elite 8. Save that for another day. Now, having said all that, my moles tell me they think Zion will be back. It's a grade one sprain. The optics, again, were bad. His shoe blew up like the Hindenburg. But the reality of it is, whatever risk that Zion faced, he faced two weeks ago. He'll heal. He'll be fine. I understand he's a very enthusiastic kid. He wants to play. And if he decides not to, that's his decision. It's a highly individual thing. There were a lot of dumb comments on Twitter. That's when you avoid Twitter. And I got to call out Donovan Mitchell, who says something needs to be done. Look, Donovan, it's not the NCAA who says he has to play a year in college. It's an NBA rule, which will probably be overturned. But let's not go down that road tonight. The bottom line is I really believe that Zion will be back. And we'll talk about this in coming shows. I think he'll be back in time for the ACC tournament. So a lot of this will be moot. We wish him well. The tournament will be a lot more exciting with Zion playing for Duke. When he got hurt, their future odds went from plus 180 to plus 225. Not a huge drop. I think it's more of an indicator that most folks believe Zion will be back. Sleepy, let's head down to Baton Rouge where this LSU team continues to impress Javon Smart or Javante Smart steps up tonight, scores well he's this morning actually. The game was actually played 9 a.m. West Coast mm-hmm. time. First game I watched when I got up this morning. Every new day uh, a star is born. A new star is born. 29 points for Javante Smart. LSU played this game without their point guard, Tremont Waters, and you can't underestimate the importance of Tremont Waters. He's the engine that really makes LSU run. He's got a real shot of winning SEC Player of the Year. He averages 15 points, six assists, three rebounds. He's part of that Tigers frenetic defense that forces opposing teams to panic. And LSU is the real deal. They're the goods. They're 22 and four now, 12 and one in conference. They beat an outstanding Tennessee team who was just number one a couple of weeks ago. 
LSU gets it done, 82-80 in overtime. They were a home dog. Tennessee was laying four. What was your takeaway from the game? Actually, my takeaway was early this morning before the game went off, Bernie. That line was around one and a half to two, so they're saying that Somebody water... Somebody got big-time steam, yeah. Right, so it went up to minus four on Tennessee there. So Waters, I guess they were saying two points, but it didn't look like they even needed him on there with Javante Smart. I mean, that kid played awesome, 29 points, five rebounds, five assists. I don't know, Bernie. I, I really think LSU is the real deal, and with this kid and you know coming off the bench and Waters as a starter, man, they're pretty deep. Well, they've, they've beaten Tennessee and they've beaten Kentucky. They beat Georgia the other day. Uh, they're on a winning binge, LSU. Uh, they're 22-4 and four overall. Like I said, they're in line to possibly win the SEC. It'll be a dogfight. They got upset, LSU, by Arkansas and Baton Rouge about three weeks ago. And ever since then, they've drawn a line in the sand. And they've been absolutely energetic on both ends of the court. S- LSU is a team I think you really got to pay attention to uh, when uh, the tournament starts. I absolutely believe they can make some noise. They're extremely athletic. Virginia visited Louisville today, game I paid a lot of attention to because there are storylines surrounding both these teams. If you listen to the show, and I hope you do, a couple of weeks ago when Virginia lost to Duke, I was very I was very hard on them uh, when they lost the second game, right? I talked about the fact that I don't think they're able to handle the pressure and all kinds of other things. But since then... Virginia has really rebounded. You have to give them credit. They, they've, they've beaten North Carolina at North Carolina. They beat Notre Dame. They won at Vatek. And today they went at Louisville. And that was a very tough environment. So, Sleepy, Virginia has now won 17 of 18 on the road in the ACC. That's not easy to do. The team I'm really paying attention to is, is Louisville because I, I actually feel kind of sorry for them. I think they're a good team. And I want to give Chris Mack a lot of credit, their head coach. Took over a tough situation at Louisville. They were picked to finish 11th in their conference, Sleepy. They've had a good season. They beat Michigan State. They won at North Carolina. Uh, they won at Vatek. They led Duke by 23. you got to have some junk in your trunk if you lead Duke by 23. They led, they led Virginia by 10 at the half today. They made a bunch of three-pointers in the first half. Louisville led by with nine minutes to go before that technical foul. Big turning point in the game. Now, Louisville's really had trouble with Virginia's perimeter defense in the second half. Virginia really stifled Louisville. They held uh, Louisville to 22% field goal percentage in the second half. And points in the paint were just devastating. I think Virginia outscored Louisville in the paint like 38-4. to And again, for the second week in a row, DeAndre Hunter, uh, Virginia's stud, was a men among boys. They get 29 points today. In five and a half, they get the cash of Sleepy. They waltz into the Yum Center. They win 64-52 Virginia. Now the first AC team in history to win five road games versus AP top 20 teams in the same season. Louisville up 10, Bernie, at halftime. How many times have we seen teams go to the three ball to try to put a dagger in the other team, and it costs them the game? Now, that's exactly what Louisville did, and I think that's why they lost the game. 17 three-point attempts in the second half. They made two. You can't do that, especially against a Virginia team. You know once they put the clamps on your Bernie with their defense, you're going to have trouble getting a, you know coming back or getting that lead back. And Louisville just couldn't do it. Three-point, that was what killed them. I agree with what you said. In, in fairness, the three-point ball is what got Louisville out in front in the first place. In the first half, yes. In the yes. first half, and, and obviously Virginia made an adjustment. Right now, Louisville has this odd their, – their, fra- their, their, their psyche is very fragile. Something is wrong with them the last few minutes of the game. It's now happened multiple times. And what, what Louisville has to do to win games is dictate the tempo. And they have to win the rebounding battle. And actually, they fought Virginia well in, the, in, in that area. They did. They're, they're averaging 40 rebounds a game, mm-hmm. Louisville is. And their offense is underrated. The problem is the last several minutes of these games recently, they escaped last week. I know you had Clemson last Saturday plus four and a half. You got the cash, even though Louisville won by one. Mm-hmm. Something's going on in their mind. They're holding mental pictures of what they don't want to happen. Whatever you want to characterize it as, they've got to get it corrected. I will tell you this. I think they're athletic. I think they play hard, and I think they've overachieved this year. Any way you slice it, they're still 18-9. They're going to the tournament, and I will probably take a look to back them in the first couple of rounds 
depending on who their opponent is and depending on what the number is. But I still think there's going to be value on Louisville in the tournament. It's a good teaching moment for them today. You know that Virginia is a very good team. So Louisville gave everything that they could. I think it's a good teaching moment with them against Duke, with Virginia. Like you said, yep. you like them in the tournament. They'll be okay. Speaking of teaching moments, my God, Texas Tech, break them up. Break up the Red Raiders and Chris <laughs> Beard. They just poleaxed Kansas today, 91-62. And remember, this was a revenge game. Uh, well, actually, look, let, let me not go too far down that road. When, Kent, when Texas Tech led 45-20 to 20 at the half, I said, can this really be happening? They were dismantling Kansas. They end up winning by 29. But this is not a fluke. Texas Tech has won their last five games by more than 25 points. Now, why? Defensively, Texas Tech is scary. Metrically, they're as good as anybody in the nation. They make teams turn over the ball. They defend you. They're incredible. When they're making their shots, they look almost unbeatable. From what I saw today, and by the way, if Texas Tech keeps this up, they're going to be a number two seed, mm. I believe. At least Joe Lunardi said. They're 35-1. to one. If they play like they played today, they're fifth nationally in scoring defense. They only allow 60 points a game. They only allow 62 against Kansas. They keep this up, and they make their threes. They may be on their way to the Final Four. Yeah, they made nine threes in the first half. They did. Kansas, the nation's 102nd three-point defense in the nation. You would think that they would play a little bit better, especially in that spot. Didn't matter. Texas Tech bulldozed them from the three-point line. That game was over by halftime. They overwhelmed them defensively as well because the Jayhawks are averaging 77 points a game, and they're 7-3 and three against the spread. Their last 10 meetings against Texas Tech. Not today. Texas Tech... Minus four and a half at home. They win by 29. Chris Beard getting it done in Lubbock country there. All right. Finally, Auburn at Kentucky. And Sleepy, I've been singing Kentucky's praises for a while. They shook off that controversial loss at home to LSU last week. They vented their frustration on the number one team in the nation, Tennessee. They beat them 86-69. I got to tell you. I watched Kentucky defensively today. Again, Calipari is getting it done. Their ability, Sleepy, to react and move in space on defense is tremendous. No free catches in space. They make you work for everything. P.J. Washington in his 7'3 wingspan, oh, nothing, 24 points, 6 rebounds today. All I can say is Auburn, and Auburn's not a bad club. They're 18-8. and eight. They were definitely itching to get back at Kentucky and eventually their 82-80 home loss to the Wildcats last month. Not so much. Kentucky owned them from the jump. Auburn started slow and then faded. 5-19 in the first half from behind the arc. 1-10 field goal starting up the second half. Give it up to Kentucky. 6-1 against the spread in their last seven home games. They were laying 7.5 today. Kentucky gets the cash. They beat Auburn 80-53. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You've seen the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown, 
and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Kentucky's solid today, 54% shooting from the floor, plus 19 in rebounds. You can't beat anybody like that. But what about Washington, Bernie? I didn't know he can shoot from the outside. Yeah, you he, should be hit the three. He made nice five release. five three-pointers today. Think about the guys that, that come out. Towns, Collie Stein, Cousins, Davis. This kid's going to be another one. He's good. Kentucky's scary. This whole the whole SEC is scary, but I gotta tell you, I Kentucky was not on my radar screen until about two weeks ago. Now they're front and center on my radar screen. Mm-hmm. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15 percent or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico 15 minutes ago. I'm gonna tell you why the Padres really signed Manny Machado, mm-hmm. and it may not be what you think. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted. So don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! This is your Wendy's Wake Up Call. Start your day with a better breakfast and get a free drink with any of our morning-making breakfast sandwiches. That's your favorite drink in a Wendy's cup, free. Fresh brewed coffee, free. Diet Coke, free. Vanilla Frosty Chino? That's cold brew plus Frosty Creamer plus free. So don't sleep on this deal. Get any size drink in a Wendy's cup free when you buy any breakfast sandwich. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only at participating Wendy's. On the card only. Offer valid upon request on lowest priced qualifying item. Not valid for third-party delivery. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination. Our sense of wonder. And our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this... And connect with this. We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. We are back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. I want to remind you that Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by Discover. Become a new card member, and Discover will match all the cash back you've earned, dollar for dollar, at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Manny Machado, 10 years, $300 million. In this cut... Our first cut of the night, RJ peeks behind the curtain as to the motivations of the Padres and the impetus behind the decision to break the bank for Manny Machado. Now, if you listen to the tone in RJ's voice, he implies there must be a hidden agenda here. 
because the Padres didn't win that many games last year. So how could one player make that big of a difference? Let's take a listen. RJ, what is the Vegas perspective on the blockbuster signing in San Diego? Money changes everything. Brad, we were talking about it. When's the last time the Padres had a winning season? 2010. 2010. So nearly a decade before they've even had a winning season. You might be, well, hey, RJ, remember how bad Houston was? And they compiled all those draft choices, and then they won it all. Okay, well, there's such a thing called over-under-win totals. What is that? How many games during the regular season is a team expected to win? Before signing Manny Machado, the over-under for San Diego this upcoming season, 76 and a half wins. Now, 78 and a half, plus two wins, $300 million for two wins a year. And oh, by the way, doing a little bit of simple math, it's still below 500. 78 and a half wins isn't even 500. All right, now if you're scoring at home, or even if you're just by yourself, the Padres' win-loss season prop is now up to 79 and a half. Now let's give this some perspective. It actually opened here in Las Vegas at 73. Now rumors of the Machado acquisition got the ball rolling, and it was 76 and a half the day the deal was announced. Now before you chase the steam and play the over, a word of caution. The Padres only won 66 games last year. So in order to cash an over ticket, they would need an improvement of 14 games in one season. Ain't going to happen. Therefore, I think the under is the play here. Now, that doesn't mean the Machado signing wasn't a good move for San Diego, and here's why. The Padres' farm system is stocked. They are poised to compete for real by 2021. For real. I think they will. In the meantime, they've created real buzz and momentum for their fans with this signing. See, they didn't sign them to win a few more games. In fact, if they only draw, if the Padres only draw an additional 4,000 fans per game at Petco Park, the additional attendance will pay for over half of Manny's annual salary. Now, San Diego's a good baseball town. They're underrated as a town. I, in fact, they draw about 2 million fans per year, but I predict this season they'll draw 2.5 million, but I don't think they'll be 500. You know, ba- you know, folks, in baseball, hope springs eternal. That's baseball. But what this deal did is send a message to the Padres fan base that they're committed and they're progressing. Let's switch to the old team that used to be in San Diego. That's the Chargers. Actually, up to the Rams, who are now in L.A., they compete against the Chargers. I mixed my metaphors there. Because real quickly, Todd Gurley was in the news. This cut's really interesting because R.J. gives a very provocative perspective on the difficulty of predicting what can happen in the future? Hard to predict the future. Because if you're going to go down that road, you'd best make an effort to obtain as much information as you can to make informed decisions if you're going to place bets. Now, RJ goes to so far as to compare the stock market, frankly, which is the world's largest gaming casino, and their obligation to their investors. So take a listen here. This is a really heady take. Have a listen. RJ, what is the Vegas perspective on the Todd Gurley saga? So our assumption is if there's a betting market, And isn't that what the stock market is? We can say investment. We can say calculated risk. But you need to understand it is not a gamble. It is a calculated risk. We can use any words that we want. You're risking money, trying to make more money, because you think you can predict the future better than the next guy. That's what happened when your grandpa bought IBM, and that's what happens when Fezzik bets Finland basketball. He's trying to predict the future better than the guy next to him. Well, when you predict the future, it's all about information. What is the classic phrase in the old school boiler room? Sell your house and car and kids and bet this game? Inside information. If everybody knows everything about injuries, there is no inside information. Thus, the injury report wasn't an option. It was an obligation. Report this correctly. Okay. Now, now the gambling's going up on a game that had billions of dollars, literally. Billions bet on it. The Super Bowl. Gurley seemingly wasn't right. His production certainly wasn't right. And no one really was talking about it before, based on the production of the NFC Championship game. And if they were, it was an afterthought. 
And then after the game, they weren't really talking about it. This seems like a big issue. And I'll say it succinctly because we're going to be saying it a lot. Enron, big company, millions and billions at stake. When they lied, they had a fiduciary responsibility to tell the truth to the marketplace. People went to jail. Now there's billions being bet on football games, legally being taxed, sending kids to school, literally, with the tax dollars. And the league owes it to the marketplace to tell us the status of these injured players. Not only do they owe it, but if they don't do it, it's going to increase greatly the chance of inside information of some type of corruption. RJ uses the word fiduciary. Now that means a person or organization who wields power agrees that they are entrusted for the benefit of another. Now, this might be a topic that really starts to get real traction as more and more states adopt legalized gambling. The point being, is it fair to expect professional sports leagues to be forthright on information, especially when it comes to injuries and how that might affect the outcome of a game or at least affect the amount of wagering on one side or another, thus creating an inauthentic market leading to trust issues? See, as sports betting becomes even more mainstream than it already is, you can combat you can bet the consumer is going to want to be afforded reasonable protections. I think this is a subject we're going to hear more about later. I'll tell you another subject you're going to hear about. I'm going to tell you the real problem with Anthony Davis, and not only with his current team, but a future team that might sign him. But first, let's go to Ralph Irvin with the latest. Well, thank you very much, Bernie. And we start in the NBA where... Well, James Harden sat out their game with the Warriors with the flu, and Houston got production. Only eight Rockets played, but five scored in double figures, and they beat the Warriors 118-112. Minnesota was the latest victim of Milwaukee's scoring attack. Chris Middleton, 28, Giannis, 27, and the Bucks beat the Timberwolves 141-28. Milwaukee's still a game and a half up on Toronto in the East. Buddy Heald with 34 points. Sacramento a winner on the road, 119-116 at Oklahoma City. The Kings, though, still a game and a half out of the final playoff spot in the Western Conference. Still two games better than the War- or than the Lakers, though. L.A. falls to New Orleans, 128-115. Drew Holiday with 27 points, leading seven Pelicans scoring in double figures. And Indiana had seven players also scoring in doubles. They won in Washington 119-112. Online car shopping? It can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Wins in the top 25 for number one, Duke, number two, Gonzaga, number three, Virginia, number four, Kentucky, but number five, Tennessee, loses on a Saturday again. Back-to-back Saturdays, they fall this time to LSU 82-80. That game was in overtime. And, of course, we look at the Alliance of American Football, where Salt Lake won their home opener 23-15 over Arizona. Orlando, they're 3-0. They beat Memphis 21-17. Bernie, back to you. Ralph, like watching Ted Williams hit, man. (laughs) And on that note, by the way, Ralph, you a baseball fan? So now that spring training is here, does that kind of light your fire a little bit for the upcoming season? No, because (laughs) – well, no, there's a reason for it is because I'm in California. And I've been in Florida during spring training when it's all happening around you and it's really exciting. And you go from that environment to removal from it, and it just – it loses kind of the spark that that it's had in your life. You know, in other words, it's like going from an NBA city to a city that doesn't have a pro sports team. You're not thinking about the NBA the way you once did. No, I, you know what? That's I relate to what you're saying. I spent 17 years in Detroit in those winters, and first pitch of spring signifies maybe better weather's coming. So mm-hmm. I, I agree with you there, Ryan Bursinger. Wait, first of all, Ryan, I, I'm so I apologize. It's Bursinger, right? B- B- Bursinger. It's it's okay. It's okay. It, I, I I've. I've heard At least I got the Ryan part right. Yes, yeah, you, you got that one. That was perfect. You know, I'm, no, I'm no dummy. I went to high school the full six years. I'm no dropout. I'm just having trouble <laughs> with your name. I'm going to work on it throughout the weeks. But, Ryan, you're a baseball guy from what I hear. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spring training's here. Are you fired up? 
I I am actually I I like spring training a lot. Um, I've I've never been. I've always wanted to go. This year, as a Dodger fan, I am excited for the spring training to get going, so that way I can kind of put the way last season ended behind us. But that's the opposite of how I felt last year when uh, when we got to spring training after the 2017 series. Uh, I did not want anything to do with baseball still. I was very, I had to really detach from everything for a few months. So when spring training came around, I'm like, oh man, I'm not, I'm not ready for this. But this year, easy, my man, yeah, we'll know. get you a cold compress. <laughs> good, good. But yeah, we'll get this you year, some I'm more excited. milk and soft music. Just relax. <laughs> Gonna be all right. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you weighing in. Speaking of weighing in, Russell Westbrook finally, finally, that stupid triple-double streak breaks last night in overtime. You can get all excited all you want about Russell Westbrook. I don't. He's shooting 24% from behind the arc, 64% from the charity stripe. He's turnover prone. And in this cut, RJ invests a lot of angst because he deconstructs the anatomy of a triple-double and its significance as an important stat in the NBA. Now, what I like here is RJ cites history. He draws comparisons. He offers perspectives. And at the end, he takes great umbrage with those who might dismiss it and its degree of difficulty. In, in other words, he sticks up for Russell Westbrook, especially when it's accomplished repeatedly by the same person. Let's have a listen. What Russell Westbrook is doing, triple doubles, 10 in a row, two straight seasons that he's averaged a triple double is amazingly difficult, not easy. Caveat, the possessions in the NBA have increased over the years. Now, there's ebbs and flows, right? You look back at points decades ago, there was more scoring, more possession. But in the most recent era, and let's just use the numbers, in 2008, there was an average of 95 possessions per game. Last year, 100 possessions a game. 5% increase. So, yes, you could say it's 5% easier to get a triple-double today than it was a decade ago. Well, ask yourself this question. How many people average 9.5 points, 9.5 rebounds, and 9.5 assists? Because if they did, let's give them triple-double with an asterisk designation. I don't think anyone did that in my memory. Like, literally since the Big O, who actually did it, has anyone been 9.5, Now, as the years change in the 90s, when they were scoring a lot less points, it would have been more difficult. The simple truth here, no one else in the NBA is doing it. Supposedly today, as we sit here in 2019, this NBA talent pool is the deepest and the best ever. I mean, look at the Spurs with their shooting coach and look at computer programs. If it's nutrition, if all the things that allow athletes today. And if you want to see something amazing, Just Google 100-meter dash world record time, and they show like Jesse Owens in 36 and each year that passes. And literally, like high school seniors now would have beat Jesse Owens. Like high school, Mm. right? So everything's gotten easier, or, or let's just say the optimal athlete is more optimal. We know shooting because of the repetition of practice and all the techniques. No one, Larry Bird didn't shoot like Steph Curry as much as I love Larry Bird. So if it's somehow easy to do what Westbrook's doing, then why isn't anyone else doing it? All right, fair enough. I I don't think it's there's real value in trying to marginalize what Russell Westbrook has done. But for me, there has to be a context. See, I'll never forget there was this 20-year-old kid who scored 42 points, got 15 rebounds, and 7 assists in the NBA Finals. His name was Irvin Johnson. You may have heard of him. He didn't get a triple-double, but he did get the first of five NBA championships that night. Magic Johnson actually went on to achieve 138 triple-doubles in his career, and it's inevitable Westbrook is going to catch him in triple-doubles not championships. Now, which would you rather have? You see, individual performances which lead to team accomplishments, okay, that's cool. They carry value. Frankly, triple doubles are easy for Russell Westbrook. He's a world-class athlete. Now, I can't forget the series versus Golden State in 2016 when the Thunder led three games to one. They couldn't close it out. What mattered most, the ball looked a lot heavier in Russell Westbrook's hands. You know how that story ended. So at any rate, 
If you think Russell and his triple doubles will lead OKC to the promised land this year, what are you waiting for? You can get to Thunder at 30-1 to 1 right now. Oh, by the way, uh, good luck with that. All right, sticking with the NBA, our good man Anthony Davis. Now, in this cut, Jonas sets up this cut as R.J. weighs in on the Anthony Davis fiasco in New Orleans. And R.J. asks a question. When you really step back and think about it, you have to wonder, who was asleep at the wheel as the Pelicans' brain trust decided what to do about their troubled superstar? Any way you slice it, this is a bad look for the franchise. This is a city who deserves better. Let's have a listen. The New Orleans Pelicans are considering reaching out to the NBA to engage them in a conversation about whether they can rest Anthony Davis or bench him for the remainder of the season. Obviously, we know the backstory. He doesn't want to be there. It's awkward. Their GM was just fired. So, RJ, what is the Vegas perspective on what's happening in New Orleans? They're asking the NBA, can they bench AD for the rest of the season? So the assumption is he's going to get paid, right? Yes. Yep. All right. So, because I, I can't imagine he would accept not getting paid. So, you've got a team who literally could have received almost the entire Lakers team and their entire future draft choices <laughs> for what, like four years. And then they wouldn't have had Anthony Davis, but they would have had all that. <laughs> and by the way, they wouldn't have been paying Anthony Davis. And now they're saying, no, thank you to that. Out of spite, seemingly, the boss man gets fired over it. Kind of makes sense. But now they're like, okay, well, we won't take any of that. But you know what might make sense? Let's not play him this year. So, like, how in, in the world, from the Pelicans' perspective, does this help? The only logic, the only, and I mean, this is convoluted, is, well, we think we can get more in the summer. But this is an asset that could be injured. Mm. And thus, if we sit him the whole rest of the season, which is meaningless anyway, oh, by the way, tickets on sale now if you want to see <laughs> the Clippers come to town oh, man. or whatever next after the All-Star break. But it doesn't really matter. So we'll sit him like the Mona Lisa behind glass and hope we can get more for him in the summer. But really, how much more could you get to make it worth throwing away a half a season? From the Pelicans' perspective, I see nothing that makes any sense. All right. Several teams are jockeying for position to get a hold of Anthony Davis. I've heard the Lakers, the Bucks, the Clippers, the Knicks, yeah, even the Celtics. But here's the rub, folks. Whichever team Anthony Davis signs uh, onto this summer, next season that team is going to be spent trying to convince him to sign a long-term contract. That's right. Whether it's the Celtics or any other suitor, they don't know. They might solve one problem and cause a whole other one because Anthony Davis becomes a free agent after the summer of 2020. We've got best bets and some good games to break down tomorrow. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted, so don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! We're back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. You know, it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with the Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Before I get to the three games we're going to preview tomorrow, including best bets, I want to thank my guys back in L.A., Ryan Bershinger, Iowa Sam, and, of course, Ralph Irvin. Could not do the show without you guys. Really appreciate your teamwork and effort. Great job, guys. And, of course, my guy here in Vegas, Sleepy J. You've heard of five tool players? Sleepy J's a six tool player. We'll explain in the future. All right. Sleepy. Villanova at Xavier tomorrow. Villanova land six. Jay Wright, look, they've been the class of the Big East for the better part of the season, but their bully reputation is slipping a bit. They started out 10-0 in conference play. But the reigning national champions, one and three over their last four, including three close road losses. Now, Villanova heads on the road to play a good Xavier team. I expect Villanova to give max effort, right? They're struggling a little bit. They lost to Marquette on the road. They lost to St. John's on the road. But Villanova is a much better team, far superior in terms of talent. I think Villanova gets it right tomorrow. They have a get-right game, as it were. I've got Villanova winning by eight, covering the six. I can't trust Villanova, Bernie, to be honest with you. You just talked about their road woes. Uh, it's, it's a clear pass for me, and it's really more than anything a pass on Villanova until they get that road stuff fixed. 
Well, I respect your opinion a lot, Sleepy. And one of the things that gives me pause is the fact that Xavier, they're the reigning Big East regular season champs. Now, they've reeled off three consecutive wins after starting 3-8 and eight in conference play. So I do expect Xavier to give Villanova what they can handle tomorrow. Let's flip to the NBA. We've got an afternoon game. Uh, the Clippers visit Denver. Now... Clippers are catching a bundle, nine points, Sleepy, mm-hmm. but they're only two and eight away against Northwest Division teams. Meanwhile, Denver, nice looking club this year. They're 40 and 18. They're in first place in the Northwest Division, 25 and four at home. They're eight and two at home against Pacific Division teams. Who do you like in this game? I like Denver here, minus the nine season. History tells us, Bernie, that Denver is a bad matchup for the Clippers. These teams, they've played three times this season already, Bernie, and Denver's won all three of those. First game, Nuggets by nine. Second game by 21. Third game for the Nuggets by 21. Again, something to note here, Bernie. Three previous matchups, Tobias Harris played for the Clippers. He's now in Philly, so I have to take Denver here minus the nine. All right, laying some wood. That's Sleepy J, folks. The game that will feature my best bet tomorrow, and it's one from my old stomping grounds, Michigan State visits Michigan. Michigan, I believe, is laying four. Is that right, Sleepy? Four. All right. We all know Michigan State, no Josh Langford, no Nick Ward. But after losing to the Wolverines in last year's Big Ten tourney semifinal round as the number one seed, by the way, that's Sparty's third straight setback in the series, Tom Izzo took a position and drew a line in the sand. He took a magic marker. He drew a giant red circle around this game tomorrow, and the time has come. I think, I think Michigan State is lying in wait and they're real value tomorrow, Sleepy, on the Sparties. Michigan State, 8-4 and four against the spread on the road this year. They are adjusting to life without Nick Ward. They were averaging 80 points a game. Last three games, they only averaged 69. But Michigan, they, their three-point woes continue, Sleepy. They're only shooting 32% from area code three. And one last thing, Tom Izzo, in revenge games after February 15th, he's 29 and nine. I like Michigan State tomorrow. I like the under tomorrow. That's going to be my best bet. Defense, name of the game here, Bernie. I'm going to go ahead and play the under, 131. Listen to what Michigan State has given up their last four games, 55, 59, 44, and 60 points. Michigan, on the other hand, they've given up last four games, 52, 75 to Penn State. We'll let that one slide. 52 and 60 points. Two very good defensive teams. I don't think either team's going to let each other get too far away from each other close to the best type of game here i like michigan michigan state under 131 my best bet for tomorrow bernie that may be a really good play as well michigan state's current edition we all know that tom is was about defense and rebounding that's why they survive in advance they always play one of the toughest preseason schedules going every year they toughen up their current edition, the Sparty's current edition, ranks top 15 in the nation in offensive and defensive field goal position, uh, percentage, excuse me, as well as rebound margin. They're equal to Gonzaga. Now, that's saying a lot. Plus, it doesn't hurt that Izzo owns a near-perfect 8-1 and straight up and against the spread record with revenge in games where his teams that he's playing against sport an 8-14 winning percentage. Now, that... That basically means that Michigan gears up for their opponents. Now, look, we know that Michigan's John Beeline is no easy out at home. But he's only 4-7 and seven against the spread at the Chrysler Center when he's favored against teams with a better 70, uh, 750 winning percentage that are looking for revenge. It's his triple revenge mm-hmm. for Michigan State. I think we've saved the best for last. You like the under? I'm on the under, Bernie. I like Sparty. We will see what happens. Okay, folks. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Straight Out of Vegas. I'm Bernie Fratto. He's Sleepy Jay. Now, normally, you see, I would say don't go anywhere. Up next is a man who's so cool, he once taught an old dog new tricks. <laughs> That's my man, Jonas Knox. But see, after breaking Joe DiMaggio's record of playing 56 games in a row, Jonas, the man for all seasons, has earned a very well-deserved night off. But I don't want you to go anywhere. Stick around. You can hear Jason Martin. He's sitting in for Jonas tonight. Right out of Vegas! 
Did you know Amazon provides ways of working that fit your lifestyle? They know you value your time outside of work, juggling family, school, friends, or other activities. That's why they offer a variety of shifts that work for you. There are full-time, part-time, and even temporary opportunities that can work with your schedule, with great starting pay and sign-on bonuses. If you want a career that fits and adapts to your lifestyle, head to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you.